If your goal is to work with international brands around the world, then that means that ultimately you could be based anywhere. You could be based in your home country. You could travel. You could live in a different country for half a year, and you could speak English in order to attract a more international audience. Because generally speaking, a lot of international brands could be a bit more lenient on where your audience is from and the type of influences that they work with. But on the flip side of this, there is something that you want to consider. It could potentially be harder for you to convey to these brands who you are, what you do, and who your audience is, right? Welcome to the Full Time Influencer Podcast. I'm your host Tina Lee, and I'll be sharing industry knowledge and social media tips through weekly interviews with established creators and Q and A sessions. Our goal is to help you decode social media, become a full time influencer, and do what you love for a living. Let's dive in. Hello, creators. Welcome back to another mini sode where I answer one of your questions in under ten minutes, or I try to make it under ten minutes. Today's question is: Should I speak in my mother tongue, which is not English, or should I speak in English on my Instagram page? So I get this question a lot, actually, just in general, and from my students inside the full-time influencer program. And usually, I start with one question: What is your ultimate goal for your account? And so today I'm going to break it down into three goals and sort of break down scenarios with each outcome that you want for your account, and then we'll talk about a few other things that you could consider and and a possible solution. So your ultimate goals for your account, if they are one of the following three, then th- these are the things you want to consider. Number one is if your ultimate goal is to work with brands in your local area, become a public figure in your country. Then you need a local audience, right?、Uh, I think that's very straightforward. And what that means is that speaking your local language could be the best bet for you. Now there are a a few caveats to this, of course, and a few things you need to consider. But if you do want to work with brands in your area and really be known, like in your country, let's say you, your country is you know population of under ten million people, which is not that large, right? Then you have a high chance of. Having a lot of influence because if your population total is like eight million, even if you have eighty thousand followers, that's already a lot. And if the majority of them are all from your country, you're already incredibly influential. Okay, so things to consider is how large is the population of of the. Your local area, maybe that's your local city that you're focused on. Maybe it's a local country that you're focused on, and that depends on what niche you talk about, right? And also, what is the buying power、uh, of your local population? So, to give you an example, and also then I'll cite an example of an actual creator, Singapore that I visited not so long ago has a population of five million people, but it also happens to be Five million people with a good amount of buying power. Singapore has、um, very high GDP. You know their living standards are very high, and、um, a lot of them have really great benefits or, or have a good income. So, if you were an influencer in Singapore with like anywhere anything above fifty k, 
you're probably very, very influential already, and you can make a name for yourself, especially if you're known for a specific style or a specific niche. But on the flip side, if you're from a country that also has five million in population, but it has significantly less buying power, then it you might actually be limiting yourself by speaking your local language and only gaining a population from your area. Another thing to consider before sort of dedicating all your content to speaking a local language is to think about how further along the influencer industry is in your country. So the further along it is, of course, generally speaking, the more people are used to paying influencers, the more that brands are comfortable coming up with a budget to pay influencers. And if the industry there is not yet as developed, then it could actually do you more good to speak in English and be able to attract a more global audience. And so that brings me to the second goal for your account. If your goal is to work with international brands around the world, then that means that ultimately you could be based anywhere. You could be based in your home country. You could travel. You could live in a different country for half a year,、um, and you could speak English in order to attract a more international audience. Because generally speaking, a lot of international brands could be a bit more lenient on. Where your audience is from, and the type of influences that they work with. But on the flip side of this, there is something that you want to consider. It could potentially be harder for you to convey to these brands who you are, what you do, and who your audience is. Right, because a lot of these brands want to see your demographics, your insights to understand who. You will be reaching, and who they will be marketing to, and whether they want to put those marketing dollars on your page. So, what your audience makeup is is very important to them. So, that's something that you really have to get really good at conveying. Let's say you are based in, just as an example, let's say you are based in Japan because we do have a student like this. Let's say you're based in Japan. However, your style is very European or Western, and you mostly write in English. And because of that, your content has naturally attracted an English-speaking,、uh, majority American audience. What you can do is reach out to PR companies that are global or PR companies that are in the U.S. to. Explain the situation where you say you are based in Japan, but then most of your audience is a U.S.-based audience, and see how they can work with you. Now, you do have to know that PR companies often work based off of city or country because a lot of products need to be shipped, like physically, to the local area, and so they. Prefer not to be marketing to an international audience where the shipping costs are incredibly high, and even if they aren't physical products, let's say it's a software like Adobe, they are such a huge company that they need to divide their marketing efforts by region. So they have a North America region, they have a European region、uh, marketing team, they have probably an Asia marketing team.、Um, so. That's what, so they divide these marketing teams by region because the audiences and their tux, tu,、uh, target customers in these regions are likely very different. So if you can't define what region you or your audience are mostly from, then 
it can be a lot harder to convey to brands what value you bring to them and why they should work with you. So something very important to consider before you start, you know, being based anywhere in the world and speaking English as a language. Now, last goal, um, ideal goal for outcome for your page. Let's say your goal is not so much to work with brands, but to sell your own products and services online. What then? What language should you speak then? So in this case, honestly, I would suggest to speak in whatever language is most comfortable for you and will attract the buyers that will want to buy your physical or digital products and can buy your products. So people who want to buy your products and people who can buy your products, those are two totally separate things. So when you are choosing the language that you want to speak in, you want to think about whether these people can afford what you plan to sell, okay? And another reason why it's most important to think about what language is most comfortable to you is because marketing and selling your own products requires a lot of practice and communication. When you speak in the language you're most comfortable with, you're more likely to do a better job, sell more products, and promote for, provide more value for your audience. So for example, for my products personally, I know that I actually started out with my audience in mind and I knew that I had a larger US audience and I had already been speaking English this whole time. But let's just say I'm going to start from scratch and I want to sell the same products, courses that I'm selling now, then I would likely start with English because I know that I'm most comfortable explaining the terms and teaching people in English than I am teaching in Mandarin. Um, um, and also, I have more experience in the U.S. market than in currently the Asian market. And so for me, it makes the most sense to speak in English and sell my products that way. Even if, let's say, my main audience is not based in the U.S., I can still market to people in um, the U.K., in Australia, even Singapore, Hong Kong. You know, just any country where English is very commonly spoken. Now, we have covered the three types of outcomes you want and then how to go about thinking about what language you want to speak in based on those three outcomes. Hey, I want to take a moment to say thank you so much for tuning in. If you're enjoying the Full-Time Influencer Podcast, I would really appreciate if you could just take one minute to leave us a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Your support really helps us to get seen and continue producing quality interviews and episodes for you. All right, now back to the show. Now I want to offer you a different potential solution, and that is to include two languages. You could potentially speak in one main language and occasionally maybe mix in that second language, but caption all of your content with two languages. So this could be, for example, you are maybe you're physically based in Thailand, but you are speaking in English on your page, but you because you know you your content tends to attract a local audience, so then you speak in one language, but then you caption with two languages. Let's say you caption with English and you caption with Thai. I'm not sure if that's the best example, but that's just uh, an example thinking off the top of my head. Now, the pros of this is that you can be addressing a wider audience, and that means that you can grow a larger following. However, the con of this, and there's a few to consider, is that first of all, it is a lot of work. 
And I know from experience because I tried to type in English and Mandarin for a long time, and it was just doubling the effort for me and increasing the time taken to just post a simple story.、Um, and so I gave up. Second con is that this may confuse some people、um, because maybe they only understand one language and the other language confuses the other people. So let's say again using the speaking English but writing in English and Thai. Let's say if the people who speak Thai but they don't understand English, they're watching all of your videos while you're speaking in a totally different language, and sometimes this may repel those people or confuse them and make them feel like oh. This is not really the type of person I want to follow. I don't feel they don't speak any language, even though they're typing in it. So, yeah, not really someone I want to follow. Another con is that speaking in two languages could potentially get you a more divided audience. And what this means is that you have a large chunk of audience who only speak English, and then you have a large chunk of audience who only speak the second language that you're. Also caption in or also speak in, and ultimately, what that means in the demographics and the, and the fact that they these two audience groups are totally different from each other and they speak completely different languages, is that it can potentially make you harder to pitch yourself to brands because your audience demographic is kind of a very mixed bag, okay, and they're not focused in one geographical region or in one language, and lastly. Just two questions to consider before I finish this question. First question you want to consider is, where do you plan to be based long term, and where do you want to create content from? Remember that PR companies mostly like to work with influencers in their local area because they work on, with marketing regionally. So, for example, if I'm Taiwanese and I travel to Asia a lot, but ultimately I want to be living in the U.S., based in the U.S., and I want to work with U.S. companies. Then absolutely, I should be speaking in English, even if let's say half of half of the year I live in Taiwan, and everyone here speaks Mandarin. I still want to be speaking in English because that means I would end up attracting more of an English speaking audience that is most likely going to be based in English speaking countries like the U.S., U.K., Australia. Okay, last question you want to consider when deciding what language to speak on your page is how much of your local audience speaks. Or does not speak English at all. Now, let me give you an example. If you're based in Singapore, a lot of people speak fluent English, even though a lot of people also speak Mandarin. So, in that case, you can definitely choose to speak in English, create content from Singapore, and you'll attract still a mostly Singaporean audience, as long as your topics and and content is appealing more to the Singaporean audience. But Let's say if you're from Taiwan, just to give an example that I'm most familiar with, most of the people here they do understand some English, but they're not fluent, so they prefer not to follow、uh, influencers who only ever speak in English. And in that case, you really don't want to be speaking only in English all the time. And hoping to attract a large local Taiwanese audience, and even if you do manage to speak Chinese for a little bit or or caption in Mandarin for a little bit and attract a 
portion of the local audience. If you then switch to speaking in English, which is what I did, you'll eventually drive a lot of these people away because ultimately they're watching you, but they don't understand what you're saying and they don't like to read the language because maybe it's time consuming for them. And so they end up skipping your stories a lot or is skipping your posts, your reels a lot. And what that does is not so favorable for the algorithm and you do end up losing a bunch of those followers or just um, seeing a little less engagement because these people eventually become ghost followers as they're no longer engaging with you. So those are some of the things to consider when you are deciding whether you want to speak your local language in your country or you want to speak in English on your page. Think about the outcome and then reverse engineer in order to achieve those outcome, what type of audience you must have and you should be able to get your answer. I hope you found this minisode helpful. Do you also want your question answered in a future Q&A episode? Head to the link in this episode description to submit your question today and I'll see you in the next one.